Okay, guys, thank you for joining me on the Angry Prepper podcast channel. Today's episode, episode 132, we're going to talk about how preppers will respond to a nuclear detonation within the first hour. Now, clearly, guys, depending on how far away you are from this blast is going to dictate what you do next. Clearly, if you're too close to this blast, you're dead. You're far enough away, you got some time to prepare. If the wind is in your face and you're looking at the blast, that means the fallout and the wind is blowing to you, you're going to have less time. If the wind is on your back, blowing the wind, blowing the fallout away from you, you're probably going to have more time. Now, just because the fallout is blowing away from you doesn't mean you're not going to get any. You possibly can still get some. So these are things to think about. The initial blast, guys, is going to be a what-the-fuck moment. Now, for the most part, guys, you are not going to know how you're going to react to the situation until it happens. If you have been in high-stress situations before, you have an idea on how you're going to react. If you've never been in a high-stress situation, you have no idea. Therefore, that is up in the air. You could play the hero card in your head a million times. You will not know how you're truly going to react until it happens. That is just the the uh, the gist of it. Now, when I was a fireman, you know, and my first fire, the one thing I told myself was, do not panic. That was the first thing I've always said. Don't panic, don't panic, don't panic, because you don't want to look like an asshole in front of the guys. So obviously the first fire goes down, and I worked off of the emotions of other guys around me. They treated it like it was nothing. I treated it like it was nothing. Um, but if you're by yourself or with your family, your family's going to look to you when this happens, if this happens, and they're going to look for you to react. You cannot overreact. You cannot turn into a ball of mush. You cannot turn into a giant pussy. You have to react accordingly and save your family. Now, provided this happens when your family's home, this is how you're going to react. Now, if your family's not home because they're at work or school, you could cry like a bitch for like 10 seconds, and then you're going to have to move on. Um, you can't sit there and, and, and wallow in it. You're going to have to jump into action. Now, the other thing that's going to dictate what you do next is where you are when the detonation goes off. Are you at work? Are you at school? Are you out to the soup, at the supermarket or going shopping? Are you in another state? Are you on vacation? These things are going to dictate, obviously, what you do next. Now, for the sake of this conversation, you are at home, but everybody else is at work at school. So now what do you do? Well, hopefully... You talk this over with your wife or your husband, and they might have to stay put, depending on how far they are from your home. If they're more than a half hour from home, and you have to consider fallout, they have to stay where they are and shelter in place. Your kids, on the other hand, normally are no more than 15 minutes to a half hour from home. Normally. So if they are, you run and get the kids home. You get them right away. As soon as the flash is done and the thermal blast is through, you run and you get your kids and you make sure they're okay. You bring them home and then you start prepping your home for what's to come next. So obviously, guys, you're going to want to make sure the power is still working. Now, the power undoubtedly is going to not work, unfortunately. The EMP from the nuclear blast is probably going to knock out whatever power plant is in your in your area, especially if you have auxiliary power plants, they're probably going to be knocked out, so you're probably not going to have any power. Your car might not work, so hopefully you have a bicycle to go and get the kids. If your wife 
drove to work or took uh, public transportation, she is shit out of luck because her car is probably dead and public transportation is undoubtedly dead. So she's going to have to uh, come up with a plan on her own. And hopefully you guys talked about that plan, which would involve her walking home. Now, if she's walking home, she has to have some kind of hazmat suit to get home. So, again, that's a whole other bag of problems on its own. But if you are home, you got the kids, you guys are home, go to your garage, go to your storage unit next, and get your power stations out of the storage unit. Bring the power stations into the home. Leave the gas, generation, gas generators in the garage or in the storage unit. You don't want your gas generator being outside if fallout is coming coming down. You don't want to contaminate your, your generator at all. Um, if you While you're outside, by the way, if you have a car cover, cover your car. If your car still works. I mean, you're not going to know that. You're not, you're not going to take time to test it out. But just cover your car. In some cases, cars have survived nuclear blast, uh, the testing that is. So cover your car so that your car is not covered in fallout. And now it's radioactive. Now you can't get into it. So try to cover that as, as fast as you possibly can. Um, if you have one of those EMP devices in your car, you should be okay. Not a guarantee, but you should be okay. Now, once that, that's done, go to the bathroom, guys. Run the water. If it's running, fill up your bathtub with a bathtub bladder or duct tape the bottom of the drain with a plastic sheeting and try to contain some and try to hold water in there as well because you're going to want to save as much water as you can. Hopefully, you stored water as well. Um, and the, the water, it unfortunate, not unfortunate, but the water you're going to use to probably flush the toilet if you need to, possibly cook with it, drink from it, or clean with it. If you have water stored away, that's going to be your drinking water. You don't want to confuse the two. Uh, so if the tub water is there, make sure you use that for either cleaning or flushing the toilet and even washing your hands. If you're going to wash your hands, wash your hands over the sink or the, the uh, toilet. Don't wash your hands over the... Uh, the bathtub water because you might have to use it for drinking if it gets really bad if you're in there that long now if you didn't store water away then guess what guys the tub water is your drinking source you can filter it out as you uh as you go through with it so once that's in play guys now you start looking through your your gear all the gear that you had in the garage that you stored for this moment you're going to have to push a lot of that into the living room or into the home so if you have canned goods mres freeze-dried goods you're pulling all of that into the house. If you have a storage unit, you're going to have to be fast before the fallout comes back down. Uh, cell phones are going to be out, so you're going to be on your own. There will be no cops. There will be no firemen. You're going to have to be your own protector and your own hero in the same breath. This is going to be hard, and this is going to be a problem because you are going to have to think of every last possible scenario that can happen to you while this is going on. This is the unfortunate part because you are already thinking a million miles a minute. Now you just entered the safety aspect, the medical aspect into this whole debacle. So while you are entertaining this, um, you have to take your time. You have to think slowly. Now, while everything's indoors, while you start plastic sheeting your windows, while well, I might add, you have to start doing that immediately as well. Uh, you want a plastic sheet in your windows. Double uh, double ply if you can. If not, just stick with single ply and stick with one covering. So, for example, I have uh, shitty windows in the apartment. I would tape the windows, and then I would tape the window f um, 
the windowsill. So the windowsill will be covered, and then the window itself. So it's double double ply, if you will. Uh, that's going to provide a lot of a better seal, if you will, and keep a lot of the dust out. Um, one of the things I do recommend people do is get plants. Have um, oxygen creating or oxygen cleaning plants in your home already. You're not going to run out and get these when the shit hits the fan. You should have these in your apartment already. Uh, try to get something like snake plants, plants that don't need a lot of sunlight, but provide you with a lot of, uh, well, provide you with clean air or cleaning the air in your apartment because you're going to be sealed in. So if you have these plants already in play, you're one step ahead of the game. You can also get air cleaners as well. Uh, you should have that, but an air cleaner, the problem with that is what power source you're going to use. You're going to have to use the power bank. So that's not a necessity. Try to get plants. Plants don't need battery or, or power to run. They run on themselves, and they run off of minimal uh, sunlight. So they're great for cleaning the air. Once that's in play, guys, now the bigger part is the waiting game. Unfortunately, you break out the battery-operated radio, or you have a ham radio, you start listening to that to see what is going on and to see how widespread this problem is. The widespread the, this problem, guys, is going to dictate what happens for the next few days. If this is an actual attack from Russia or China, this is going to be ongoing. But this if, if this was some kind of a fluke or an accident, well, then you don't have to worry about it so much um, because it was an accident. But if it's an all-out war, well, then you're going to have to fucking hang on to your knickers because it's going to be a long, long time before you even come outside, especially if it's repeated uh, bombings, right? So you're going to have to, after that, if that comes into play if this is a long event now you're going to have to implement your um your radiological uh plan which is how you're going to get between your storage unit in your home or your garage in your home if your garage is not connected or your shed and how you're going to get all that stuff inside without being contaminated you're going to have to come up with a decon uh area as well so a lot of this is going to go into play and then if this is prolonged you have to figure out how to get to your wife or how your wife gets to you. That's the other problem. So these are a lot of problems that could happen. Uh, do I foresee an all-out nuclear war soon? No. In the near future, I don't know, but definitely some point in time in our lifetime, we will see some kind of nuclear event. Whether that's Ukraine getting hit first or the United States or Russia having enough of the bullshit and letting one go, who knows? But nonetheless, guys, we are definitely going to see something in the near in, in the future not the near future sorry um these are the things that you you're you're going to want to contend with water food and your prepping items guys during the first hour and you have to think fast and it has to come almost naturally you can't sit there and go well um okay uh yeah oh okay no you can't do that the first few minutes guys you only have a couple of minutes to think what you need to do and then implement it and then jump into action you should have all of this shit stored away. You should have your plastic sheetings, by the way, cut out to the size of your windows already. So that all you have to do is unroll it and duct tape it, and you're done. That will cut out minutes of you cutting it to fit your window. Make sure you have them already pre-cut. Uh, anything else, guys, you should have stuff written down if your kids are home and you're not home, there should be a plan available for the kids to read so they know what to do next. 
if you're not home and they're home, they should know how to uh, duct tape the windows and start implementing the plan without you being there. Obviously, if you're not there, that's uh, a pretty bad position because they're on their own. So that's, that's a, a listen, this happens, it's going to be suddenly. It's not going to be when we're home. Probably never does happen that way. Probably will happen when we're all at work or supposed to be at work. So again, this is just uh, what we would do within the first hour. As Again, the first couple of days or the first week, it's going to be hell. It's going to be really hellish because you're going to be thinking about the next thing that comes, whatever that might be. If you don't have a lot of food, you're going to be thinking about where to get food next. You don't have a lot of water, you're going to be thinking about where to get water next. You're going to be worried about dehydration and starvation. You're going to be like, what happens if someone gets sick? What are we going to do? These things are going to enter your head, and you're going to have to develop a plan for them. Simple as that. All right, guys. Other than that, this is The Angry Prepper. Thank you for listening.